I believe in Hashem, I trust in Hashem, there never is a moment when that I am alone and I'm on my own. I believe and I trust in Hashem because I understand that He's holding my hand and every step is perfectly planned. He's holding me tight, so I'll be all right. I believe and I trust in Hashem. We know that like Boimer is a very, very special yamtiv. Everyone celebrates like Boimer because Rashbi himself, Rabbi Shimon Bayachai himself requested that on his yard site, we should be besimcha. And the Rebbe said, when children get together and they're singing and dancing on Lagbaymer, guess who comes to participate? Rashbi himself. Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai is there. So everyone wants to be there, young and old. The Rebbe also said, that if you go to the Ayal on Lagbaymer, it's actually that you're going to Rashbi. It says Rashbi will be at the Ayal Lagbaymer. Maybe we won't see him physically, but if the Rebbe says he's there, that means it's a very special time. By the middle of Rebbe, Lagbaymer was one of the greatest Yamim Teufen. Most outstanding Yom Tevim from all. They used to go out to the park. The Mittler Rebbe would like for bring with everyone. He didn't wash for Amoitzi, but would say Lechayim, even though at that time it wasn't healthy for him to say Lechayim, but that's what he did. Then, on Lagbeimer, people saw great miracles happening, especially about having children. A lot of parents who didn't have children and got brachas on Lagbeimer, they were blessed with children. People would wait a whole year for Lagbeimer to come for the special Yom Tov. So we see that it's a very special day and therefore, I want to tell you two stories about the oil. One about the oil that we go to, and one about the oil of the Rashbi. There was a group of chsidim, a chsidish group of kids from a yeshiva, from a gerer yeshiva, not Lubavitch. They came to the oil. And before they were going to enter to the Ayhel, <coughs> the teacher said to them, Children, before you go in, I want to tell you a story so you'll understand how special the Ayhel is and why it's so special when we dive in here. He said, The story goes like this There was a great, great tzaddik whose name was Reb Simcha 
Bunim from Pshischa. Famous Sadik. Did a lot of miracles. A very, very special yid. One of his students became a Rebbe. I don't know his name. Let's call him Reb Moshe. And this Rebbe taught a lot of chassidus and a lot of stuff to his followers, to his chassidim. One of his chassidim had no children for many years. And no matter how many times he asked Reb Moshe for a bracha for children, the Rebbe didn't give it to him. As if the Rebbe couldn't give him that bracha. He wanted so much to have a child, but he didn't get that bracha. After several years, one time, he came home, and his wife was very happy. She was in such a good mood. She was a big smile. And as he walks in, she says, I have wonderful news to tell you. What is it? Baruch Hashem, I feel that I'm pregnant. And a few months from now, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to have a child. You can imagine what kind of simcha that was for them. But he said right away, I should go tell the Rebbe. Let me go to Rebbe Baisha and tell him the good news. When he came and told Rebbe Baisha the good news, Rebbe Baisha's face got very serious. And he said, tell me, did you do something very, very special lately so that your wife became pregnant? Did you do like, give a lot of tzedakah, say a lot of tehillim? Did you do something out of the ordinary? Says, no, not that I know of. There must be something that you have done because all the times that you came to me to ask me to give you a bracha, Believe me, I wanted to give you. But I saw in Shemayim that you and your wife were not meant to have any children. So there must have been something very special you have done. And they discussed what went on in the recent while. And it turns out that he was on a business trip and he was on his way home and it was getting time for Mincha, and he knew he's not going to make it in time to the shul in the city. So he had to stop off in the forest, near the end of the forest, a certain spot, and davened over their Mincha. <clears throat> when he described to Reb Moshe <clears throat> the exact place where he davened, Reb Moshe says, Aha! And now he got the answer. He says, why? That was a special holy place where you davened. What makes it holy? My Rebbe, Rabbi Moshe said, my Rebbe, Rabbi Simcha Bunim from Pshischa, once davened there in that spot one time Mincha. He davened there one time. It was late, and he davened there. So you ended up davening on a place where a tzaddik stood. That's why your tefillah was accepted. Not that your tefillahs before shouldn't have been accepted, but you did something extra special. You daven 
in the place where a tzaddik davened. That's why you're having a child. This is the story that the teacher told the little kindalach from the Geri Yeshiva, and he finished by saying, we're walking into the oil now. At this oil, the Lubavitcher Rebbe has davened for 40 years. He came here so often, davened for hundreds and thousands of hours. So if we come to the oil, you should know how special it is. Besides that the oil is a holy place, it's a place where a tzaddik davened. So your tefillahs will surely be accepted. That's one story. The second story happened almost a hundred years ago. In the year 1923. It's actually 99 years ago. The story was witnessed by a Yid whose name was Rabbi Yeshaya Margolius. And he wrote it in a sefer that he put out for like Bremer. He made a special sefer for about Rashbi and about Miran. And in the sefer, he writes the following story. He says that in the year Tafresh Pei Gimel, like Bremer came out on a Friday. Like this year comes on Thursday, that year it came out on a Friday. So all the people that came, most of them, which were thousands of people, most of them start, stayed for Shabbos. And it was an amazing, amazing Shabbos experience. Shabbos morning, we davened in the shul where the Rashbi's caver is. The Rashbi's caver is actually part of the shul. We davened there. I happened to daven with the last minion, which ended Musaf a little bit before Chatzais, before midday. Then we were going to go for Kiddush. But suddenly, we heard a big, big cry. Somebody was crying. Who was it? A woman who came also for like Boimer for Friday. She brought her one and only son, who was born in the schus of Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, and she promised that she's going to bring this boy for a upshernish when he turns three to Miran, like many many Yidden do. They bring the they do the upshernish by Miran on Lakbeimer. So she. She came from a Svardisha family who brought her son for the Apshanish. And on Friday, on Lakbaima, she made the Apshanish with music and parties and, and a sauda like you didn't do. But what happened? Now it's Shabbos afternoon, almost afternoon. She's screaming and crying. What happened? She and her son. We're on the second floor. Miran is built like a building with a big yard, the courtyard. And this building has a second floor. The second floor, there are rooms. And she had a small room for her and her child. 
The child suddenly became extremely sick, became so sick that he passed away. And doctors came right away to check. There were doctors there who came from the Israeli government. And they saw the child was mamish, not alive anymore. It wasn't breathing. And it was placed on the floor in that room. <clears throat> and she was crying hysterically. Everybody in the Chatzar, in the area, heard her cries. The police immediately were called because the doctor says, they, we have to quarantine everyone. Everybody who's here has to stay put. No one could go, no one can leave. When people heard that, that they're gonna have to stay here, and the doctor said, you're gonna have to stay here for a couple of days. So people started to escape. But the police came and shut down the gates, shut down the doors, the exits, the entrances. Impossible, no going in, no going out. The problem was that many families were split up. Some were on this side of the gate, some were on that side of the gate. Some people left their belongings behind. It was a real panic, a real chaos. And amongst, above all the noise and all the screaming of the children that wanted their parents, everyone heard the cries of this woman. Suddenly, she picked up her child into her arms, went downstairs to the shul where the Rashbi's caver is, and put the child down right near the Rashbi's caver where he's buried. And then she started to cry and said, Tzadik, Tzadik, Tzad Reb Shimon, I, I came here in order to fulfill my promise to bring this child, my one and only son, to bring him for Absharnish here. Because he was born in your schus. And I brought him for Absharnish. And we had a beautiful celebration yesterday. I brought him here alive. Please, I want to come home with a, a live child with a child who's alive and healthy. Please, don't embarrass me. And she's crying bitterly, and everyone in the courtyard who heard this, their hearts were melting. They felt so bad for her and for the child. She said, Rabbi Shimon, please do something for me. Like this will make a big Kiddush Hashem. Everyone will know the power of Hashem and Tzadikim in the world. And then she closed the door of the shul, leaving no one in the shul except for the Rashbi's caver and her son. As she closed the door, they did this as a skula, that no one should be there. After just a few moments, they heard cries of a child in the shul. They opened up the door, the Rav opened up the door, and they saw the boy standing and saying, Mommy, Mommy, 
I need some water, I'm so thirsty, please. And right away they brought water and they gave it to the child to drink. He said a bracha And then the mother took the child into her arms and with tears of joy ran back up to her room and everybody came by just to have a look at this miracle. When the doctors came and examined the child, they said, this is real tchiyas hamesim. And everybody realized the great miracle. The police opened up the gates. They said, no need for quarantine. Everything is okay. And everyone was reunited with their families. And then everyone together at once called out and said, made a bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem Mechaya Mason. And it made it such a great Kiddush Hashem. In this story, we see the greatness of Lagbaimer, the greatness of Rabbi Shimon Ba Yechai, and the great power that Tzadikim have. And the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Shimon is so strong in his, because he's in, in his Tzidkos, He's such a great tzaddik that he can free the whole world from any kind of punishment, from any kind of judgment. And we can really rely on Rabbi Shimon for this. So Rabbi Shimon, even before Lagbemer, will accomplish that Mashiach will come and bring the Geula, and then we'll see Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai and all the tzaddikim in the base, Hamikdash Hashlishi, Amen. Afrelech Lag Baimer.